Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana. I'm going to be your host today, and I have my fabulous guest here, Natsumi Erickson. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, I obviously read a little bit about what it is that you do, and I've run your astrological birth chart. So why don't you just tell us in your own words what it is that you do for your business? Yes. Um, at the moment, um, I am working as a raw food chef at the um, natural food co-op in here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I um, just turned in two week notice. Um, many things happened uh, and I'm, I think I was ready, but I'm more than ever feel like I'm ready to move on. Um, I am, I, I used to be work as a private chef and I liked it, but at 2012, I, I was working at this um, art and spiritual retreat in Hawaii and thought my you know, days of cooking is over, but it didn't. I couldn't find what's next. So I continued cooking, still kind of feeling burning out, but um, couldn't find next thing. And I still don't know what's next is, but not more than ever before I feel like I just need to like move on. Okay. So we're going to get a little bit. So what is your biggest struggle that you're having? Is it finding the niche? Is it finding how we're going to expand upon being a chef? So give me a little bit more information about the, the big sure. struggle. Yeah. Uh, I think the struggle part is like I, so when I'm done with the co-op job I'm doing, I'm going to, uh, because I have a lot of requests for teaching uh, raw food. So I'm going to, teach raw food and doing we'll be doing like a 
boutique catering because um, that's some requests I'm getting. But I just feel, um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain well, but it's the cooking job or raw food job. I can do it, but this is not it. I think that's how I feel. Like there's something else that I need to be doing, but I don't know what exactly it is. Okay, so your background is in as being a raw food chef, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, so obviously, let's just get a little bit more backstory. So mm-hmm. what got you interested in raw food? Um, I was very sick when I was 16, 17. I got very depressed and... Um, I had to, I'm originally from Japan and talking about um, like mental illness is more taboo than in here. Like no one talked about it. But um, I was on medication to, to be better, but I didn't. And I decided like I cannot take this medication anymore. So I tossed everything away and start to change my diet. That was my start. I didn't really necessarily start at the raw food. Uh, I start with like a macrobiotic diet or Chinese medicine. And when I came to the United States for college, I saw this uh, raw food uh, book, recipe book that is really gorgeous and uh, more creative. And that's how I get into raw food. Oh, love it. What a great, okay. So we've got some big, big stuff here for your higher calling. And that's a pretty powerful, just short story that you shared with me about your past of what brought you here. So I can see how being a chef is not uh, in the capacity that you're working right now. It's not bullet fulfilling because there's probably not a good opportunity for you to share this powerful story. Mm. So let's start looking. I'm going to look at your birth chart. So you've got your son in Leo. Uh, probably you already know that. And mm-hmm. um, so the Leo is great for entrepreneurship. It's a great sign to have in your sun sign. It's very creative, very self-expressive, very entrepreneurial, likes to have fun, tons of passion, very organized. I mean, there's a lot of positive uh, things that go around um, Leo as it pertains to owning your own business. So I'm actually just going to have you like sit with that for a moment because to me, the sun sign is like your secret weapon. It's like the part of you that you identify with the most. It's how you see yourself. But mm. the more interesting thing that I really want to focus on is how other people see you. And that's your rising sign. And you have your rising sign in the sign of Pisces. So think of it this way. When somebody encounters you, they, you know, you feel that you're, you know, you know, fun and outgoing and all these things, but they're seeing you as this highly intuitive, um, empathetic, um, emotionally expressed, highly intuitive, very artistic person. Mm. So it, so it's kind of like when they see you even as a raw food chef, they're seeing you like from that artistic standpoint, from that, from that standpoint of like, wow, she has this gift, this natural fluid gift of being able to harmonize all of these different ingredients. And the thing about Pisces is they're the, they're the last sign of the Zodiac. So they mm-hmm. actually encompass a little bit of all of the signs. Mm. So they're very complex. You know, Pisces is, you know, as much as they're emotional and creative and intuitive, it's like, you know, the shadow side of that 
is that, you know, they could go and be secluded and it's like too much energy because there's so much that has evolved them. So the people that are out there, you know, being introduced to you and are experiencing you, they're really seeing you as this really evolved person. And, um, so that's something to think about as far as like, we're going to talk about your raw food business and kind of dig deeper, but I kind of just wanted to like set the scene of like how you're showing up in the world, whether you think it's one way, it's there is really a very mystical and spiritual aura that you actually mm. give out to others. It's almost as if you give them permission to heal. Oh, Oh, okay. Can you say a little bit more about that? <laughs> so, it resonated me, and yeah. also like the I I always told that I I don't look like Leo, like I right. don't act like Leo, I don't look like Leo. So it, it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. So okay, so Pisces, the thing, so rising sign is in Pisces. That's how other people see you. So that's so when you're showing up anywhere, if you're out and about, if you're cooking or wherever you are, there is a light that you have that makes people feel comfortable to, it makes them feel comfortable to a degree. I mean, if the person is not willing to look at themselves, they might actually be off-putted by you because you have a, an aura that has light to it. So it gives people permission to heal, but the person has to be ready to experience that light. Mm. So when I look at your, so I'm actually gonna talk a little bit about the, um, your kismet client, because that's going to help us better understand what your higher calling is. Like, what do we do next with the raw food education? What, what's next for Natsumi? And so if they're seeing you as Pisces, that first of all, that means anybody that's going to be attracted to you, they have to already kind of find that cool. They can't be scared of it. They can't be like, oh, she's intuitive or, oh, I'm getting like, it's bringing some, it's bringing up some of my own shadows. It's got to be someone who's like ready to be like, okay, I just met this woman the other day. She really had this aura about herself. I don't know. I feel like I can learn from her. There's got to be that. It can't be like, I don't know. Like I get this like weird, like spiritual vibe from her. So I'm just kind of like giving you the flip, the two sides here. So mm -hmm. it's going to be more the person that is receptive to the Pisces personality, right? The empathic, mm -hmm. emotionally expressed, the intuition, the, the, light, um, the light aura, the artistic talent. It's like they're looking at you and they're like, wow, like that, I want to learn more about that. So then when I look at your 12th house, which is interesting because you have your 12th house in the sign of Aquarius. Now the 12th house is the house of your karmic debts, it's your unconscious. It's your um, your relationships. It's your hidden matters. It's it's the thing that I like to think is like the people that are attracted to holistic fashionista. They're attracted because they want to know like what their life's what their soul's work is. So I mm -hmm. always look at the twelfth house because it's going to tell me like you know if you're here to work out you know karmic debt and in this case you've got your twelfth house in Aquarius. Then I have a good. I have a good idea of what potentially your higher calling could be because it's going to be based on you working out karmic debts. Now, because your kismet client, the person that you're truly born to serve, is actually very similar to yourself. And I like to say that it's you three years mm. ago. 
Mm, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. when you're thinking about, okay, what is this higher calling? So I'm going to talk about your, let's see, I said your 12th house was in Aquarius, right? Let me just double check that. Yes. So you have your 12th house in Aquarius. So Aquarius, first of all, Aquarius is, are the visionaries. They mm-hmm. got the big ideas. Um, they are highly intelligent. They're very social. They're very independent. They're very creative. They're great at communication. They've got a lot of air. So there's a lot of, they're up in their crown chakra. Like all the ideas are brewing. It's like there's a similarity to Aquarius and Aries. But the difference is Aquarius is further down the path, meaning like Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. So they're always going to come up with the big idea, but then they're not going to have the tools to implement it. They're going to need Taurus as as we move around the Zodiac. They're going to need other people to kind of help them bring their gift to light. But with Aquarius, you are the 11th, that's the 11th sign of the Zodiac. So you are already so further along like that you're able to implement these steps. So it's like, if you're going to take raw food and this spirituality that you exude and this huge story around mental illness and traditional Chinese medicine or whatever background in your education is and start combining them in a way that starts to create what I like to call a signature system. So a signature system would basically be harnessing in like what problem are you here to solve based on all of the tools in your toolbox or in your purse, right? So if you have the tool that's microbiotic diets, uh, raw food, traditional Chinese medicine, I mean, I'm sure there's many others, but if you really looked at what was in the bag, what was in the purse of all of your gifts, and then you organized them into a step-by-step system that solves an urgent problem, you would have a higher calling. So right now, you, you're only using one of your tools in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. So that's where this feeling of like not feeling fulfilled and feeling like it's ready, it's time for me to move on is because there's other tools that are, that are being um, ignored in your actual work. They, maybe they're, being, they're present outside of work, like you know, you're reading books or you're attending seminars or you're going to retreats or whatever you're doing with that time. So you're entertaining them and you're, you know, you know, encouraging them or you're not. But I'm saying there's other gifts in there that need to be part of the, of the whole. Oh yeah, that makes so much sense. So tell me a little bit. So if you have this passion mm-hmm. for it sounds like holistic living just in general. I mean, yes, it's raw food. Um, What other tools can you let me know that are in your toolbox that I don't know about yet? Hmm. Something that I um, experienced, I mean, uh, studied um, is I studied to become, uh, I went to IIN, uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So um, the health coach, I am a breath worker. I'm also study studied to become medium, uh, the channel. Uh, I'm studying more about intuition and um, 
NLP. So that's something mm-hmm. that I, I, I was attracted to, but I didn't know how, how to use the tool to create my own, um, like you said, signature, uh, signature system. Yeah. System. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you look at all of these, okay, I've just been taking some notes. So NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, intuition, mediumship, breath work, health coach, microbiotic diet, raw food, and traditional Chinese medicine. Now, that is a very unique combination of different certifications around holistic living. And when you throw in that your story has to do with mental illness. Now we've got we've got this opportunity now to figure out if I was going to be able to use all of these tools, the ones that really light me up to help people heal. In your own words, just from the short time that we spoke about, what problem are you here to solve? I hmm. keeping in mind that people already see you as Pisces. Now it's like now it's really obvious to me with they see you that way because of this intuitive nature, because of just the the energy that you exude. So anybody that's going to be attracted to that energy is probably already been on their own healing journey because not everybody is ready to look at that. That's what I'm saying. Like the Pisces shadow, like it could cast a shadow where someone's like, I'm not ready to look at that. That person would not be a kismet client. The person that's your, that your kismet client is your 12th house, right? It's your karmic debts. And if you know that you're the person you're here to solve uh, the problem for is just like you three years ago, then it's a good inclination that some of her karmic debt has to do with Aquarius, right? It has to do with um, communication. It has to do with um, the, the, the big idea, right? That, that visionary, so that intelligence, that creativity, that eccentricity. Like I always think about Aquarius and I think of like the girl that had like a mohawk in high school or something. Like she's, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, she's avant-garde, Right. So imagine this. I'm just going to paint a little story. So imagine that you're out in the world and you are attracting your kismet clients and you are pursuing your higher calling and this person comes into your sphere and she's a little bit of a rebel. She's Mm -hmm. very much an individual. She's eccentric, maybe a little strange, but she's full of brilliant ideas. She's a visionary in the making. She's a great, she's great at communication and she's attracted to you. What problem are you going to help her with? I, especially when you say three years ago, I will like to, I will love to give um, support to be okay with who she is, Mm. to be okay with, almost like to not just okay, to be who she is and shine, like bring that out, bring the character that's like a quirky kind of strange um, thing out. Don't shy away and then have the power. Because 
I remember three years ago, I gave out, gave out my power. And that was, that was not good. I got very sick from it. You know what you just did? I, first of all, I got goosebumps um, because you basically just touched on the problem that she's experiencing. And guess what? She's probably sick right now because she's dumb. She's, she's numbed mm. that individuality, mm. which now started showing up as physical symptoms, right? You know, because you've studied traditional Chinese medicine that anytime a problem starts to show up as a symptom, you're further along than you think as far as mm -hmm. being sick is concerned, right? When the right. problem is invisible, that's when we want to start healing it. If it's already starting to be visible, it's, it's already extreme. It's already detrimental. It's already in the stages of, of being bad. Right. Yeah, you're right. So there's two things. There's the awareness of like, if you don't start sharing your story and owning your eccentricity and owning your individuality, you're going to get sick. And then the second part is you numbed your individuality. You, you know, stop showing up being exactly who you are. And now you are sick. Mm. I see a huge market here of highly intelligent people that are visionaries in the making with all these brilliant ideas who have this eccentricity and maybe they were like the, um, what's it called? Like the black sheep of the family mm -hmm. or, you know, and you know, now they're in a stage where it's like, I've either got to own who I am or I'm going to die. You know, I'm going yeah. it, to, it's, it's kind of like life or death at this point. And so that's how you know that you're, that it, the problem that you're here to solve is urgent. Cause the whole, the, all the work that I do in all my programs is if the problem is not urgent, they won't spend money. Mm. So you've got to talk to them. Like, so here, let's go back to Pisces for a second. You've got to show up being Pisces, be the light, be the emotional um, security, be the person that's going to talk about all the woo-woo stuff to, to kind of guide them. Then you've got to remember that you're also talking to somebody who's very eccentric. So you can talk about health coaching. You can talk about talking to dead people. You can talk about tapping into your intuition. You can talk about food. You can talk about all this stuff, but never forget that the person who's receiving it on the other end feels like an outsider. Mm. So you talked about one of the problems in your application was about money. Yes. And really wanting to uh, get that part going, you know, figuring mm -hmm. out the higher calling and then monetizing it. Mm -hmm. And we've already touched a huge part, which usually takes people hours, um, if not more than a day, to figure out the problem that they solve. So now that you have an urgent problem, it's just about making sure that you have a product that people will buy, will spend money on, because that's mm -hmm. going to solve the money thing right? Because first of all, you have your second house ruled by Taurus. Well, traditionally Taurus rules the second house anyway. So there's already like a, there's already 
uh, harmonious position there. However, Taurus, you know, they can focus too much on the material. So almost like, you know, wor like worrying about the, the, the money versus the spiritual uh, reward. Mm, okay. Yep. So mm -hmm. if you follow just the path of money, it's not going to come that way. It's going right. to come when you actually think about the spiritual reward that you give to yourself and to your client, and then mm -hmm. the money will come. Mm -hmm. I know it's so, a lot to take in. This is a big one. This was a bit, I didn't know how far we were going to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> you were saying that too. So for me, and it, it feels good to hear that to focus on my calling and serve the people who is suffering is directly connected to um, solving my financial issue. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. And then thank you so much for saying that because I cannot work like other people. Uh, probably other people really cannot work like they're doing, but I really have a hard time sticking with nine to five job yeah. or any office job. So thank you. Well, keep in mind. So this product, right? What, and it can be multiple products, you know, whatever it is that you're going to sell, it's going to be based on what's in the toolbox. So like you already mentioned several of them. Now it's about organizing them. If you already know the problem that you solve and who you solve it for. Now it's like, okay, I need something for them to buy so I could actually walk them through this process. Mm. So you're going to have to, you know, come up with the steps, you know, step one, we're going to work on breath work, you know, mm. like we're really going to get in our body and we're going to just, you know, whatever, right? Step number, I mean, I'm just making this up, but I'm just kind of giving wait, you an wait. example. Uh, step number two is we're going to look at what you're fueling your body with. What's the food that you're nourishing your cells with, right? Then step number three, you know, might be like, you know, opening up the portals to your own intuition, to your own psychic abilities. You know, step number four could be, you know, maybe we're going to connect with spirit guides or people that have crossed over. So, I mean, there's so much you could do, you know, based on, you know, what's in your toolbox, but that's kind of the, the overhaul. I mean, you've got a very interesting person for your kismet client, you know, and it doesn't, I'm not saying that all of your kismet clients are going to have their sun sign in Aquarius. I just mean that the sensibility, the, the quirkiness, the characteristics that, it, that Aquarius exudes is the type of person that's going to um, be attracted to your work. Okay. Wow. I feel I'm really good about your, this session, like really good. Uh, <laughs> me too it was like 30 minutes and i feel like you know i was oh yeah like for years that i was thinking about like how what is my calling but you did it thank you oh my god and the th and so i'll just wrap it up with this so mm. your son in leo so i said at the very beginning mm. that your son in leo is like your secret weapon right? It's, it's how you see yourself. Like you are the sun. So Leo is ruled by the sun. They are the warmth, right? Mm. Even though everybody sees you as Pisces, intuitive and psychic and all this stuff, 
that your secret weapon is that when they finally enter into your sphere, right? They finally come and join your community. They come and they enroll in your program or what have you. Now, now you release the Leo. Now you show them the sun, right? All the darkness and the heat, you know, hurt and the, just the things that have been holding them back, the darkness, now you shine Leo on them. Now you show them how to creatively express themselves, how to have more fun and experience, experience more joy in their life and more passion and start, and start discovering their um, entrepreneurial spirit, right? That's very Leo. And Aquarius is the visionary. So you're going to get people that already desire to find their higher calling. And, and really use their brilliant ideas to help shape the world. So that Leo's going to help you help them pay it forward. Wow. It, it all so makes sense and really connected. Thank you. I'm so excited for you, girl. I mean, we, I did, we've never met. I don't know if you're, I, did you join the club recently? No, I haven't, but I think I will. It's fantastic. Wow. Well, I mean, I'll con connect with you later, but I don't know. I've seen your name. I just don't know. I, maybe I follow you on Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking forward to continuing to see, you know, the evolution of it all. So now you can finally see that raw food is one tool in your toolbox. It right. doesn't mm -hmm. have to be the only tool. And I think that's what we're, we're at. We're in a day and age where because of the internet, we can, we can kind of make up whatever we want to do, right? We can be, we can have multiple titles, right? I'm a health coach. I'm an NLP practitioner. I'm a medium. I'm, you can be all of those things. It's just about you. As long as you are crystal clear about the problem you solve for your clients all day long, you could talk about whatever you want as long as it comes back to making sure that the person you're talking about, you know who it is, and you know mm -hmm. that the problem that they have, talk about anything you want. Talk about raw food, talk about um, intuition, talk about spirituality, talk about food and nutrition, talk about spirit guides, whatever. It, talk about anything you want as long as you know that you are serving the Aquarius character. Okay. Make sense? It does. Thank you so much. You are welcome so much. This has been such a pleasure. I feel like every time I get goosebumps, I know like we had a good session. So I want to thank you so much for, for being open. You know, it's not everybody that wants to share, you know, what's going on in their business and the struggles, but I know that the people that are receiving it on the other line are just, you know, having their own epiphanies right now. So thank you for being their muse and for giving them, um, you know, a little insider of like who you are and what you do. And I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity with you. Thank you. Thank you for, um, let me share. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning into the rising star project. You are listening to an episode with Natsumi Erickson, and I will talk to you all in the next episode. Have a beautiful rest of the day. Wow, I don't know about you, but that session with Natsumi Erickson rocked my world. So if you are struggling to discover your higher calling, I want to encourage you to check out what planet rules your 12th house. That is going to give you an insider around the characteristics of the type of person you're here to serve, your kismet client. 
Once you know who your Kismet client is and how they see you based on your rising sign, there's an opportunity for you to show up in the world being the light for them. This will include helping you discover the problem that you solve and the step-by-step -step process that you're gonna take them through in order to help them solve their problem, also known as your signature system. So take this opportunity today to discover what urgent problem you're here to solve and who you're here to solve it for by looking at your 12th house and what planet rules it. And then look at who you were just three years ago. What is your story? What brought you here today? What is your big mission? I want to thank you for joining us today here at the Rising Star Project, where lightworkers and soulpreneurs come to get answers to their business questions using their astrological birth chart. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.